0: That just gives you a picture of how perfect my bucket list visit to the Super Bowl was. 16 rows from the 20-yard line in front of the Cincinnati Bengal goal line. Because you know what that meant? Again, look on Twitter. The very last play of the game where the Rams have to score a touchdown. Where Matthew Stafford's about to throw... The ball to Cooper Cup was played in front of me and my wife 16 rows away with my belly full of Colby beef, Korean barbecue, and Michelob Ultra with fans who were gracious and sweet. They were loud, but it was in- incredible. It was an, um, a day in my life that I will never forget. And I started to feel bad because they're on the eight-yard lo- eight, uh, line, and the refs start blowing the whistles. You start to feel, wait a minute, it's Los Angeles, it's SoFi, the NFL wants the Rams to win. You know, all these thoughts go through your head, even though I'm a Rams fan. Like, come on, refs, stop doing that. If we're going to win, we should win outright. Stop favoring with the whistles. That's what I thought. Until I went home the next day, couldn't wait to watch the game that I recorded to see it from television perspective. And that's when I realized... Jalen Ramsey, penalty, not called for his face mask, which is why they opened the third quarter with that bomb to Higgins. That should never have happened. So it's like life. We didn't get the penalty on that. We got penalties over there. They equaled themselves out. You can feel very good, Rams fans. We really did beat the Bengals fair and square because they didn't call that penalty that face mask that they should have. And maybe they did a little bit. More, But those were legitimate whistles and calls. It was a moment. It was a Game 7. I was there watching Kobe beat the Boston Celtics, where you had that news conference where Ron Artest said, Oh my God, Kobe passed me the ball. The joy, the exhilaration, exactly like Aaron Donald. It is such a great moment for all of us in Los Angeles, whether you like football or not, whether you love sports or not. It's what glues us together. And it was an awesome moment that's going to continue to reverberate. That Matthew Stafford is fantastic. And Cooper Cup, acknowledging how important his wife has been in his success. These are amazing stories. Yeah, they're sports, but we don't go to church anymore as a community like we used to. We don't have something that unites us. We need Kobe. We need Shaq. Well, they ain't playing anymore, and rest in peace, Kobe ain't here anymore. But we now have Coach McVeigh, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford. They're the heroes now. Because forget the Lakers. we got to do some Clapper vision and talk about Anthony Davis. And I also want to talk about Odell Beckham. How beautiful his contribution has been. But no one tackled him, and look at what the turf does to grab his foot. So I immediately call this week the greatest Ram I know, Fred Dreyer. This is a pet peeve of his, the turf. So in March, we're going to talk about that with the great Fred Dreyer, the greatest Ram, in my opinion, about what exactly is going on with the turf from a player's perspective. Uh, ah, so much to talk about. Today's topic is going to be about Cowboys, because my guest at 815 is an expert in the blue jean business. He's going to call in from Raleigh, North Carolina, Victor Litvinenko. Jared Abrams tracked him down. He's a surfer. He's a chef. He's a vineyard owner. But he now has another business. This 40-year-old guy is a renaissance man, and he makes organic blue jeans. So this whole show today is going to be about an amazing topic. Blue jeans in art, in sports, and in surgery, and in my life. And I'm going to tell you a story. You better have a box of Kleenex. As it relates to blue jeans in my life as a surgeon, because in my office, I have pictures of my family framed in my office where the diplomas and my patents are hanging. But there's also a picture in my office of me wearing blue jeans with my wife at a birthday party for a five-year-old. Because when I started my practice 33 years ago, I had no idea what I was doing. I don't have a father who's a doctor who could tell me how to set up an office. I made it all by myself. I made it up. And guess who I hired? I hired single moms. I didn't go looking for it. But that's, that's who I met. That's who I could hire. They didn't go to business school, but they were hard working ladies who I met and said, you're going to do this. I'll teach you. You're going to do this. I'll teach you scheduling, getting insurance notifications, a whole different world. And one of those single moms had a five year old and she invited me to her, the five year old's birthday party. And I have a picture in a frame of my wife and I at the five year old's birthday party. And I'm wearing blue jeans. I'm going to tell you a story of that five-year-old, 33 years later, who came to see me this week. And it almost made me cry in pride because that little boy became a police officer. He happened to hurt his shoulder and he's going to be fine. But wait till I tell you what it was like to meet that five-year-old all these years later. And I'm so proud of him. We'll get into it. What a jam-packed show we have today. Blue jeans in art, in sports, in surgery. Crazy topic, Jared Abrams. And don't forget food. Where's the best blue jeans food in life in Los Angeles? It's going to be barbecued brisket. And I'm going to tell you where the best place in L.A. is. My mouth is watering already. The number is espn You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN.